Welcome back to Views from Third Man. For those of you who are first-time listeners, this is a cricket podcast where we look at the events in world cricket from a fan's point of view. 2021 was a monumental year in the history of the game because the game was able to was able to come through a pandemic, a crisis that rocked the world and cricket was able to prevail and provide a little bit of joy to people currently going through some really tough times. And 2021 therefore will be remembered as one of the greatest years in the history of all sport, not just cricket. And going into 2022, world cricket can finally see the light at the end of the tunnel. So, I've decided to create my checklist of things that I want to happen in 2022. from both an indian point of view and from an overall cricketing point of view but before that there's two things that happened in 2021 that i really don't want to see happen in 2022 well three but the third is out of control it's the covid-19 pandemic it's out of anyone involved in the cricketing administration's control because you can't predict what's going to happen with the pandemic what restrictions countries will have and how that will affect sport but the two things that are in the control of everyone involved in cricket is the first things off the field should not affect what happens on the field we saw in the last few months in indian cricket with all the turmoil around the captaincy changes and in australia with the test captaincy being handed over to pat cummins and then to steve smith and then back to pat cummins in england with all the turmoil that's happening in that county system of it not producing the best batsmen and south african cricket has been has been in turmoil since about 2017 2018 because of all the problems that there are in south african cricket south african society with the coal pack and the entire structure things happening off the field are now starting to affect the way players perform on the field players are taking retirements early quinton decock just retired at the age of 29 from test match cricket he was a, he was going to be a star for south africa if he wasn't already a star and i don't want things that happen off the field to affect what happens on the field because in in a in a highly sensitive world where players are stuck in bio bubbles under a lot of stress it's just not good for the game the second is women's cricket men's cricket came out of turmoil of the pandemic in 2021 but women's cricket there hasn't been enough attention shown to women's cricket india just had a few games the world cup got postponed to 2022 I thought that wasn't done. You had the IPL, you had tours of every single other country in the world. You had test cricket and men's cricket, but the women's World Cup got postponed. That's simply not on. If you want the game to reach a greater audience, women's cricket has to be prioritized to at least the same level as men's cricket. Now, the checklist for 2022. From an Indian point of view, there's three things that I want to happen in 2022. I think the current test team is scripting history at the moment. They've done it in England and in Australia twice and now it seems like they're doing it in South Africa. A test win in South Africa, a test series win would be incredible for Indian cricket as well would an ICC trophy. 2022 means there's a T20 World Cup happening in Australia. The batsmen will like those conditions under a new captain and a new coach. I hope India are finally able to win their first ICC trophy since 2013. I also want to see a women's IPL. Even if you can't have the full-fledged tournament, we need to start having conversations about women's cricket and having a women's IPL in India. There's no shortage of talent in India and around the world in the women's format, and it's really going to be the savior of the game. If you want the game to grow, targeting that audience is the next step to taking cricket to greater international heights. And I know there's not as much money in women's cricket as there is in men's cricket, but that doesn't mean you don't invest in the sport. One has to to save the game. And from a global point of view, to save the game, I think international cricket has to eventually return to Pakistan. And with two scheduled tours, with New Zealand going to Pakistan and one of England, I really want to see those three tours take place. 
with no security issues or covid breaches and bio bubbles because Pakistani fans are incredibly passionate about the game. We saw the way Pakistan played in the T20 World Cup and the way the fans reacted to that campaign. Cricket returning to Pakistan can only be good for the game. Another problem that world cricket is facing at the moment is the threat to test match cricket and the one day format. One day cricket has not been prioritized over the last couple of years and with the World Cup coming ahead in 2023 in India it's important that teams start playing competitive one day cricket amongst themselves with member nations and with associate nations as well so the game can grow. We've already have the under 19 system has again restarted. The under 19 World Cup has happened. So one day cricket needs to be prioritized as well as test match cricket. teams need to start winning away not just winning at home and i think the quality of pitches and batsmen in world cricket today has really dropped dramatically over the last 5 to 6 years and that's based off of well batting averages strike rates teams are playing incredibly well at home and once again not playing well away from home and apart from a couple of teams you could look at india and subcontinent teams playing in the subcontinent there isn't much competition in away series if sri lanka go to south africa you're almost certain of the fact that south africa will win england went to australia and they were already 3-0 down in the ashes they've played 12 days of cricket in australia so far they were in quarantine for 14 days they've lost the urn in less time than they quarantined for in australia when they reached and that's simply not on teams need to start performing well away there's a lot of away tours in all three formats and i want to see teams do well Another thing to look forward to in 2022 and we addressed this earlier is the T20 World Cup. There's a T20 World Cup in Australia. A big name ICC event is returning to Australia. The crowds are always good. The stadiums are incredible. The T20 World Cup is something to watch out for. But just a few months before that, the Women's 50 Over World Cup is happening for the first time after 2017 in New Zealand. In those stadiums in New Zealand, it's a lovely place to go watch cricket. Batsmen will do well. I'm really looking forward to the Women's World Cup as well. And lastly, on a more personal note, cricket has gone through a lot over the last couple of years with the pandemic, and the fans have been hurt by it as well as the players. And no player has garnered a greater fan following in this generation of cricketers than Virat Kohli. And this is slightly personal for me because I'm a huge fan of Virat Kohli ever since I was a young child. I've always looked up to him. I want Virat Kohli to break his century drought in 2022. I think that will provide a lot of joy to cricketing fans all over the world. He's the icon of global cricket. He's the face of the sport as of now, and him doing well can only be good for fans and will inspire them to take up this great game of ours.